All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back to Toronto. Welcome back to the Seagram's VO Select Studios here at the Royal York Hotel. Rhett and I had, uh, we had lunch together today. Oh. We had a C- I had a Caesar salad, and Rhett had, uh, what'd you have? A Royale with cheese. A Royale cheese. with cheese. No way. $900. Well, inflation, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, tough. Uh, yeah. it's well worth it. It was good, though, right? Yeah, it was good until you didn't reach for your wallet. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, you know. well, inflation, like Monaghan for a hey, first, now my, uh, $900 where, where did I put burgers. My, uh, where did I put my thing? Let's get to it. We are here covering, uh, we're here, of course, the All-Star game. They had the, the draft skills tonight, game coming up tomorrow. But uh, this guy stole all the headlines. Totally. Gary Bettman is so sour with this guy. Oh. He's like, I'm trying to sell the game and get everybody excited about uh, this tournament we got going. And Craig Conroy does this blockbuster, <laughs> and uh, you're all you are all anybody's talking about. Welcome to the show, Flames GM Craig Conroy. Hi, Craig. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. So, how are you feeling? A couple days removed, any seller's remorse? Are you sleeping well at night? That's uh, obviously the biggest trade you've ever made in the National Hockey League. Yeah, no, it was. You know, I mean, I knew. You know, I knew where everything stood with Lindy probably early on in contract negotiations in, in uh, September going into October. And then, so I knew at some point this was going to happen, you know? So I knew it was, I just tried to try to get the best deal I could. And when, you know, that was the question for me, you know, was it the deadline right at the deadline? Uh, I had, 
you know, the, I guess as a GM, my first being the GM this year, it's a little nerve wracking uh, game in and game out with injuries and you don't know what's going to happen. So to kind of be able to do it now, he's healthy, everything's good. And, uh, you know, it's a little tough that it's Vancouver, but again, I always said, I'm just going to try to make the best deal possible. So, and, and, Van, and Vancouver was the best deal. Was it tough because you say you knew basically from the start of the season that this is probably the end result, that you're, that this is, he's going to be gone. You have to fight the emotions. You can't let it be a personal thing. I know that you love Lindholm. This is a hard deal for you to do on a personal level, but it becomes, yeah, you have to take that emotion out of it. Yeah, you know, Bob Hartley used to say, Craig, you fall in love with your players, which which I do. And Lindholm, <laughs> he might have been my favorite player. So yeah. it was one where you do – I appreciate everything he does. Being a center, the face-offs, the penalty kill, all that. But, uh, again, you know, I knew it was Wayne I went Lindy too. I mean, it's, it's not the year that he's wanted to have. But, again, I had a price that I could go to on a contract that I thought was fair and – he had a price in his mind. So, you know, that's, that's the business. It's, uh, it's the way we go about it. And, you know, even though you want the player, you know, I just can't do, there is a salary cap. I have to do what's best for the team. And I thought this was, was the best thing for the team. You would mention, I know that, uh, and people have been talking, there, there's other teams and I know you're not going to, going to necessarily get into it, but it feels like from a, from a, a distance, this was this had to be far and away the biggest package. Maybe there's other players, but was was it very hard getting down to the point where you knew it was going to be Vancouver? You know, I think when you I kind of looked at other trades last year, even over the summer, and just you know the Bo Horvat, you know, kind of Ryan O'Reilly uh, t- things that kind of went out, especially being your first time. I put a uh, actually Chris Snow had a a list of what the return should look like. Uh, you know, when we thought it could be a, a play. A, we want a first round pick. We wanted a prospect and a player was kind of what we thought. So, you know, to be able to get a couple picks, a couple prospects and a player uh, that, you know, we think he scored 39 goals. I know it hasn't worked out there. Different coach, those things, you know, Rhett, you know, those things happen. A co- some coaches like you, some coaches, it's not quite the same fit. So, you know, one of the things is we got to get him in here, kind of like Sharon Govich and, and give him a great opportunity. The one thing our power play has not been very good, and he's a right shot power play guy. So we got to put him into a position. Savvy was just up here. We were just talking a minute ago. We got to get him in a position where he feels comfortable. And the one thing he, you know, it was funny because because he doesn't speak English like, hey, a lot better than I speak Russian. So I'll never say so. It was a little bit, but I think he likes the power play and he likes to score. You know, so. You know, I think that was a selling point for him when, when we spoke to him. He liked what he heard from Ryan, and, uh, you know, he just wants to play. You know, that's the one thing. He, he says he's a hockey player, and, and he's excited to come to Calgary, and he wants to, to be a part of this. So, you know, he didn't have to wave. So for him to wave was uh, another win for us. Connie, it's, it seems like since your, your pal Jerome left, there's been this continual, like, everlasting need for a right-shot winger. There have been so few. Now, He's played the left. He's listed in your press release as the left side guy with the right shot. How do you see him uh, fitting in this lineup? And what do you do at center ice now where uh, you're, you're missing some big minutes from Lindholm? Uh, this is uh, maybe a Huska question, but how do you sort of look at this? You know, that's I wanted to go down and see Hus today because that is a hit. Let's be honest. It's a 20-minute center that plays in every position. So, you know, I, I'm going to expect a lot from Backlund, Kadri, you know, uh, you know, a guy like Cole Schwint. 
um, who didn't get to play much when he was up is going to get an opportunity. Some other people are going to get opportunity here, you know, depending upon, uh, you know, I'm going to go see Ryan and kind of see who, who we're going to call back up after the break and, and then, and get moving forward. But it's an opportunity. You know, we've always said we want to give young guys an opportunity. Now here's your chance. It's uh, those are big, big shoes to fill though, but I think it's going to be Kadri and Backlund mostly to, to fill most of it. And then the other guys are going to have to fill in, you know, after that. Would you be okay trying to center out at center ice in Connor's area who's had such a phenomenal campaign, or is, is that almost cruel to a guy halfway through his first year to move him to the middle? It's funny. Pospisil and Zari both believe they're centers yeah. here moving forward. They want to be centers. But, you know, again, young guys that have to work, I guess we could try it. You know, I guess it depends when. Like right now I don't see it happening tomorrow, but at some point, we might as well take a take a peek at it, you know. But that's going to be up to Ryan. I'm I'm giving him the players. I didn't give him the perfect puzzle pieces, you know. But there's always things, you know. There's, you know, for me, you have the draft capital. You're looking around. But it, again, if I can find a deal that gives me a, you know, 24 or younger center that we feel has some upside and growth, you know, maybe maybe there's something. That's something we would look at moving forward. So now you move on to uh, to other pieces of business. Uh, Chris Tanev's not an all-star, but will he is he going back to Calgary after the uh, the all-star break, or or is he like Lindholm? He's going somewhere else. It's it's a good time to get some business done, right? It's everybody's at, all in their vacation spot. Just I'll oh, just fly to the next spot. How's the uh, Tanev thing going? <laughs> Already packed a bag. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's what I said. Every every guy's differently, you know, different. I think with Lindholm, I knew he wasn't coming back, so that was you know, I knew that, that was one I was going to have to move forward with. And, you know, I respect Lindy the way he, he handled himself the whole year here and, you know, carried himself. But, uh, you know, each each one's different. I think uh, for me, both guys will be going, if you're going to want to talk about Hannafin and Tanev, they're both going to be in Boston with us and, and in the lineup. You've got two of D that are expiring there. That's a could be a significant portion of, of the D market. Do you feel like there's a – a great onus to, to make sure you set the D market at a good spot if you're to make a trade or is every deal just go do what I can do for the Flames? Well, again, you're always trying to do the best deal you can for the team. So, you know, obviously very good players, just like Lindholm. There was lots of interest in Lindholm. I mean, that was the one thing. I know everybody wants to know an exact number, but there was a lot of teams. So it's a lot of work when you're, you know, you're going back and forth trying to figure out you got everything written on the board. You're bringing everybody in. What's the best deal for us? And, uh, you know, I think that's where you kind of was looking for three pieces. And then, you know, to be able to get five. And again, you know, right now, the the top guy in, in the trade was was Lindholm. He went to Vancouver. We, we haven't made the picks yet. We don't know who those players are. You know, we know the two prospects and we know the player coming back. So, you know, time will tell. Everybody wants a winner or loser out there. But, uh, you know, I think it's just like with the Sharon Govich trade. You know, maybe everybody thought we lost early, but now it, it feels like a fair deal. They got a good player. We got a good player. Ours is a little bit younger. We have them under contract for one more year. And that's kind of the, the way I'm trying to, you know, we want to do this thing on the fly. This is what this is one of the pieces. So those are two great players, and I think there'll be tons of interest. But you know, you're also working with the player, and you want to see where they're at and what they want to do moving forward. You had Zary come in, 
and obviously he performed really well. You have Pospisil come in. He plays well. You've seen some other guys come in and out of the lineup, and you've seen some glimpses. I expect that it'll be the same when Pelche gets back. You saw him last year. Did, did their ascension to the NHL and their fitting right in, showing that they can play, did it make it easier to make a deal like this? Uh, you still probably have to do it anyway, but I just wonder if Z if Zary comes in and you don't see that flash, and if Pospisil plays a game or two and then he goes back down, you do and you don't have as much maybe faith in the youth movement that you do. How much harder is this deal to make, knowing that you're you're deleting and you're not sure what what you have in the cupboard? Absolutely, for sure. I mean. Let's be honest, when we brought Zari and Possible, they really turned things around for us here, which was was nice. I think it got the Kadri line going, Backlund's line was going good. You know, Lindy's line was in and out at times, but they'd have games. But we started to, to turn things around, and it looked, you know, for a while there, we were, I think we were two and eight or two or nine. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't great, but to bring those guys up, uh, you know, and all of a sudden see that spark. But I thought it brought a lot of life to the locker room, too, just to have those young guys and to have Matt Coronado come up and, you know, to have, you know, we've seen lots of players now. And, and that's one thing I always wanted to do is say, well, all the years I've been here, I wanted to, can we call guys up and see what they are? I think we hadn't done it. So I, that was kind of a, in my mind, I wanted to do this moving forward. And we're getting to see, can they play or can't they play? I mean, unless we saw those two guys come up, your guess would be on a good mind. They're good, good American League players, but can they do it in the NHL? And they've proven they, they, they belong here. Tell us about Brustevich a little bit. I know you've been asked a lot about him in the last couple of days, and you look at the numbers and they're gaudy. It's impressive to just look at the numbers. Uh, we talked about it, I guess, on the show yesterday. There was a shoulder injury, and then he comes back, and he's got to get back to a level that he was used to playing at. It seems like he's a very dynamic player. Is he a project? Is he a dynamo? How would you kind of describe? Because I know you would have seen him plenty last year when you were out scouting in that. Well, yeah. I mean, last year when we watched him, you'd see the, you know, the vision, the playmaking. Uh, th that's all there. He he defends. He wouldn't be. He wouldn't defend like Rhett. Like he defends more with his head and his stick, and he tries to close the gaps and stay close to guys. Uh, you know, he's not. He's not Chris Tanev either. You know, he's not going to be blocking every shot, but he's got a great first pass. He sees the whole ice well. He's got skill set on the power play as a right shot guy that we didn't have in the organization. So, you know, you're trying to add those pieces in the organization. So, you know, I think if, if we were critiquing what he'd like to work on, we want him to be, a, you know, skating is always a thing, but you know, sometimes those smarter players, they just get there with their brain, but definitely skating is something we we're going to work on. But the one nice thing is uh, Hendricks worked with Kitchener. He's in the gym. He's putting the time in. He wants to, to get better. And we believe skating is one thing we can help if the player wants to put the work in. It's not easy to get better skating because it's not fun to do. But uh, not that he's a bad skater, but if he could improve that, uh, transporting the puck, it would make him – it would even – take another little piece and add to his game, which, uh, you know, he's got a lot of things that we really like. And I mean, obviously the numbers are really, really impressive, you know, so, you know, but we've seen good junior players and, and we, and we just really like the players. So we're, we're excited to have them. And it's something we, we didn't have in the organization. You see that sometimes, right? When it's a, a junior player who can get by 
because of either their skill or their smart smarts or whatever. They they don't need to work on the other little things in their game. And then you get to the next level and this, oh, I guess I'm going to have to put some work in there. And probably for a guy like that, like you say, his brain has allowed him to get himself out of jams. I don't need to skate myself out of trouble because I can, I can make a play here. You, you mentioned uh, he's not like Rhett. Uh, how would you describe Rhett if you were to, what kind of a <laughs> defender? Hard-nosed physical defender. Willing to lay his body on the line at all times. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and to chip in a couple top shelf goals. I saw him. I saw him live. <laughs> he, he scored a few goals, but that wasn't what made Red effective. Penalty kill, <laughs> hard to play against. Great teammate, stick up for his teammates. It's a, you know, I don't think there's not fighting now. But Red didn't fight a lot. But you knew Red always had your back. And but I don't think. Not that I'm saying Hunter doesn't. But Red was, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Hard-nosed, physical. <laughs> there was a point in one season where I had more goals than Jerome McGinley, and I let him know about it. So. <laughs> Game one? I remember. Point. On. <laughs> Can you do what you did on the flight and your top shelf? Can no, you just, I yeah, can't. I'm, you I'm can not, roll I'm, right there. I'm not he was a, rolling down the uh, <laughs> center of the plane, and then he'd jump up, and d- you could show him your top shelf celebration. Yeah, yeah we're on, we're, you know, we've got video now. We're on YouTube. We can show everybody yeah, after all go, the years of just telling them these Go stories. viral. You could absolutely do that. Not as limber as I used to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I remember you talking, we were talking, Craig, when you first got the job, and one of the things you were talking about was there's positional need, obviously defense and, and whatnot, but it was just over an overriding need for more skill. In, in the cupboard. And, and it seems like there's you're addressing that. Kuzmenko, Brustavich, we've seen Coronado come in. Zari, I think we kind of even forgot about him. There's mm-hmm. skill there. We're seeing more out of Pospisil. It feels like, and then you throw Moran and Poirier, some other guys in, and, and Hanzik, I know you're real high on, and, and others. But it does feel like in a, in a short amount of time, that's turned a little bit. Do you feel like, you, not that you're satisfied, but you, that you're, are you happy with the level of skill that you have on board now? Well, you just watch the games. I mean, it's it's so hard to score, but if you don't have that high-end skill, it's hard to win. I mean, because it isn't the hooking and clutching and grabbing. It's more freewheeling, making plays, and you see those high-end players, what they do. And, and I think if you can continue to add those, and you still need, uh, you know, we're always talking about the culture in the room and what we want a Calgary Flame to be. And it starts with Backlund. He's been doing a great job. And Coleman's in there. And, and you just have the whole group with Huberto, Kadri, Uyghur, Hannafin. You know, you look at the guys. We want to bring in players and, again, want to be a Calgary Flame and want to be a part of this. But we want to bring in guys that are going to buy in. You, everyone talks about Boston they buy in that's what we're trying to trying to create here and if you don't fit into that we're gonna you know try to move them along and bring in people that do do fit that culture i i think about your start two seven and one you have the uh not my favorite costumes the the, the, the fellas picked there for the outdoor game against edmonton you lose a battle of alberta <laughs> outside huge crowd national tv game where was were, were the conversations with you and Ryan Huska? Because that, that is not how he would have whiteboarded the first 10 games. And what do you think of the work he's done since then in his first year as a head coach? Yeah, I felt for Ryan. I mean, I you know, we were down there. He's He wears losses a lot harder than people think. And, you know, I just said, hey, it's going to be – it's going to take a little time here. We, we knew where we were last year. We're in this together for the long haul. That's the one thing. I think to have a successful coach – the players need to know the coach has the backing of the GM and he's going to be here 
long term. Because if you think if the coach if they think the the coach isn't going to be here, it just doesn't work down there. So the coach has to have the power, and he he needs to know it, and people need to know I have his back. So he obviously was hoping and wanted to have that quick start, that bump that usually a new coach gets, and we didn't get it. But I said, you know, he had the right idea how we want to play, what we want to do, and I think since then it's been getting better. You know, the, the players are buying in the way our systems are defensive zone. There's still mistakes. You know, you want to, you'd like to tighten it up. Oh, two guys went to the wrong guy at the same time, but it takes a little time. So I do think Ryan's working hard. He's got a plan. We're trying to, you know, he's willing to play the young guys, which is nice. I mean, he's willing to give everybody opportunity. And I think, you know, I think with Sharon Govich, you know, I was able to go down and talk. I said, this is, kind of you know we had him on the fourth line center that's really not where he fit but he was open to it he said you know you're right let's try to get him give him a chance put him with some different players put him on the right side and uh, and then it just you know I give I give Sharon Govich a ton of credit he it, it's taken off you know he's done a great job so you know I think Ryan's open to try to figure out who fits where and how to get the most out of guys and I I like that but it's open you know I think he's good with the staff he's great to work with for me and uh, yeah, we're not where we want to be. You know, that's the thing. We want to be a team that competes consistently for the playoffs and eventually tries to win a Stanley Cup. That's the the main goal for us. And you know, it's it's everybody wants it today. It's a little bit harder than that, but that's what we're trying to get to. When it comes to trade rumors, everybody's focused on the expiring contracts, the UFAs, and we know who, who remains. You've done a lot of work now from where you were a year ago, or I guess at, even by the draft. Are, are there any discussions, and I'm not saying that it's you necessarily instigating discussions, but you've had a lot of talks with teams here, obviously, over the last few weeks. Are there players potentially that aren't UFAs on your on your squad that have been part of trade talks or that you can envision that, that there might be some bigger deals or there could be someone that, aside from the UFAs, that we're not expecting could possibly be in the mix somehow? Yeah, I'd be, you know, to be honest, I'd be doing a disservice to say when I talk to teams, I'm open to anything. Like, that's what I said. If it makes us better, if it gets us to where we want to go, I I wouldn't limit it to, you know, one person or just the UFAs. You, you have to be open. I mean, that's, that's part of the job is just to be open to anything. And, you know, are we going to do it? If it makes sense, then, you know, definitely have to take it to the players. And, you know, some people have no trade, some, but you're always looking to improve your team. So I don't want to say there's no untouchables, but, you know, I definitely haven't shopped them, but, you know, you're going to be open to any conversation when you talk to teams. It's only fair. It's my job. Yeah. Because the picture starts to become clearer. You can speculate, well, if we'd make this deal or if this player leaves and then now you know that Lindholm is out and you know what you've gotten in return. I wonder if the, if that change, you know, does that start to shift? Okay, well, here's where we are. Well, maybe we do get a little bit younger, or maybe we do go, or, or there is more emphasis on keeping a veteran or something like that, or or is it pretty static? You have a plan, you drill everybody there. You have your plan, and you stick to it regardless of how the next five weeks plays out. Well, you're, yeah, I mean, you're, you're always a little bit. I mean, I know everybody. We have a plan, you know. We we do. I know people want to know the plan, but. <laughs> It's, uh, you know, the players have some decisions in those plans, how they play, uh, you know, show me you want to, you know, like I said, it's the culture wanting to be in Calgary. You know, I think that that's the one thing when, when you're looking at improving, 
you know, I, I believe it's it's exciting. We're, we're, the new arena is an exciting thing for me. You know, that's one of the things that excites me. And I think when I can talk to players and, you know, talk to agents when they ask me, is there really going to be? And I'm excited that we're going to have a new rink at some time. And I think that's going to be a game changer for us too. You know, I do. But, you know, right now, hopefully as we're building moving forward, when that new rink's here, you know, everybody's excited and, and we're headed in the right direction. Like I said, playoffs and hopefully Stanley Cup. That's that's the goal. I uh, wanted to ask you about a couple of guys that have returned to form. Uh, Oliver Shillington went 20 months without playing. Uh, kudos to you and the organization for allowing the time to get back to this spot. And uh, also Monaghan got traded today and you, you would have seen <laughs> – uh, that guy go through probably more surgeries than than you could uh, count on your hands. You need to probably get to toes to, to. So just a thought on both of those guys and I guess uh, returns to form of sorts. Well, I mean, obviously with Shilly, it's you know it's one of those things. I didn't know how it was going to go. It was a, a year and a half, and you're kind of thinking, is it ever going to happen? And we just you know we were trying to support him the whole time and make sure that he was. He was getting everything he needed that we could do. Uh, we, you know, we didn't want to pressure him with anything or put any undue stress on him. But for him to come back this year and really work as hard as he has, and uh, to see him on the ice, it, it's pretty special. Actually, it's 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 exciting because I, I didn't know if that day was ever going to happen. And obviously, with Monahan, you know, he probably would look back on his time and a couple of those things he probably should have went and not played the rest of the year and, and just went and take care of himself but he i give him credit he's a warrior he he had more injuries that people don't even know about i thought should he really be even but he just always wanted to try to try to play you know he said i'm a hockey player i want to play so to see him get traded today and you know i'm happy for him he's having a great year you know he really is i've been watching they got him killing penalties too which is Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't have him doing that here but good for him you know, it's always uh, it's always to the Canadian teams, though. You know, we got to get some trades down in the states now. <laughs> well, uh, you mentioned Savvy was in your office. Are you helping him out, or is he pulling his hair out? Like he clearly is not enjoying how things are operating. No, uh, you know what? That's one thing about Savvy. He he's every day he's with our guys working, trying to he's trying to figure this out. Not happy, not happy. But you know what? Again, he, he has. I, I like to sit with Savvy to see what he wants from the guys. But if guys don't execute, yeah. I don't care what your plan is. You have to execute. You have to get in the zone. We need guys to make plays. That's what power play people do. They do special things. You know, when you watch a team, you know, up north, hey, they're in motion. They're they a broken play. They grab a puck. They, they do what they do. And sometimes you have to do that. And right now, you know, Savvy's trying to, put in like a general structure what he would like but you got to be creative you gotta you gotta get to those hard dirty areas it's a tip it's an ugly goal it's not pretty we gotta you know it was a rebound one off the guy's foot lindy almost missed the shot but it hit the guy went in i mean that's what you need but it's a lot of traffic around the net and sometimes it's got to get ugly before it gets better and that's just playing simple and hard you know and going to those hard areas and get in front of the goalie and and out competing you got to out compete the four guys that's that's a big thing for me a month today, uh, one of the greatest goalies that ever wore flame silks. Uh, he'll have his number to the rafters. Will Mika actually be there, Craig? Is he, have you confirmed? Have you got flights? He's, 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 he's RSVP'd to his own jersey retirement or not? Peter Hanlon's telling me he's coming. 
until I see Mika in the building or, or know he landed, I, I think we have the flights and everything all ready and, you know, stuff all set. Uh, it's going to be a great time, though. It's well-deserved. I'm so excited to, to be here and be a part of it. It's, it's, it's going to be great. I can't wait to see Rhett and all the guys. And You know what? I mean, I think when we look back, I think it's great when teams celebrate their players that have done a good job and it just says, hey, you have something special in the organization. And to have Mika come back and, and want to do it is even more special. I don't know how long the speech is going to be, maybe two words, <laughs> but uh, we got noodles coming in. So hopefully, and Rick can always get up there and talk too. Oh, he loves it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Can't shut up this guy. <laughs> yeah. Try and get a word in edgewise. It's impossible. Uh, you know what? I just, last thing, Jacob Pelche, we mentioned him earlier with the Wranglers. Uh, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? Any kind of an expectation as to when he might be in the NHL lineup? He, uh, two nights ago, he's tired in the third, but, but the energy he brought was, he, he brings that fire and passion. Uh, talk to Don Maloney. I was going to go down there, but with everything that's happened, uh, I end up staying in Calgary, but he said, uh, the pace skating, everything looked really, really good. So, you know, I would, I would think probably sooner than later, he's going to get an opportunity for sure to be we, back up here yeah we talked about it a couple weeks ago we said wouldn't it be something this was before oliver got back in if you had shillington zari if pospisil is healthy Pelche. coronado pelche comes yeah. in didn't think we'd be talking about kuzmenko but <laughs> it's going to be a very different looking roster to kick off this road trip in boston potentially whenever pelche gets back in than what we saw even two three weeks ago it's it's exciting for fans i think you must be excited as well I am excited. You know what? And the one thing I can, you know, I always tell the guys, this is the NHL. It's not a God-given right to play here. You have to earn this. So come and take a job. Show us, hey, I'm an NHL player. Exactly what Zari did. Uh, he came in and said, look, I mean, he, he told me when he gets his chance, when I sent him down, he made it. He was not happy with me. <laughs> I said, hey, okay, go down, play well. I'll call you back up and then show me. And he, you know, I, he, yeah. I like it. He's got a little edge. And he, and he was like, you know, I said, great job. You did it. He said, well, you gave me a chance and I appreciate it. But I just wanted that opportunity to show you, Craig. I said, hey, you did. So I go. But the first part is to get here to have that excitement. Now, you know, I think I think his game has been in and out a little bit. It's a consistency. You know, Rhett would tell you it, it's hard every day to play at that high, high level. And that's the thing I said again. We, as we move forward, we need to keep you way up here. And over the summer, you got to come back and take it to another level. I expect more. Like, I do expect more from these young guys. I don't think, oh, wow, whew, I made the NHL. That's good enough. No, that's not good enough. we got to take it to another level. Then that's the message to all my young guys. We'll let you go. Appreciate your time. You're always good your, with your time with us. We, uh, we do appreciate it. Uh, any calls to make? Any return calls? Or is it kind of you can go home and have dinner tonight and not worry about the phone too much? No, no. You know, it is, uh, it's a busier time now. I think, when you make a, I think when you make a trade early, it's good for me to learn that if you make one early, uh, all of a sudden people think, oh, it's more urgent. So I do think it'll, it'll pick up. But you know, I, I'm just going to keep continuing to do what I was doing kind of with Lindholm and see where everything's at, and, and then it'll kind of go from there. Nice. Thanks, Connie. Thank you, Craig. Thanks, guys.
Have there a great is. time at the All Stars. Yeah, okay. we're yeah. a bunch of All Stars over here for sure. <laughs> he can clutch and hold with the best of them. Yeah, we can even use those verbs describing yeah, some of the best play. in the league over here. All Star he arms. Yeah, seven feet wingspan. Yeah. So there you go, Craig Conroy, Flames GM, joining us here on Barnburner. Awesome. It's a big deal. You think about. I think about him per, like in his personal life. I know yeah. he's been around the team forever in a management type role, but when you're the guy that finally goes, yeah, we're signing off on this. Like he did the Toffoli one, but to me that seemed like a not as big a deal. Yeah, like this one felt like you better not f it up. Oh yeah, this right? is like, his this, biggest trade. This yeah. is a swing yeah. that, and you have to connect. Yeah, and it's one that the the whole league would be watching because Lindholm was yeah. number one on trade boards around the league so Everyone's, it's not just yeah. your biggest asset this is everybody's and in a way set the market we talked with frank yesterday kent hughes in montreal was he happy to see the kind of haul and i don't know maybe it did maybe it didn't but monahan gets a first and a third round pick from winnipeg potentially third yep it's oh you're right it is third yeah and so that could improve like that's that's impressive yeah um and i think when we talked about it heading into the draft it was like a that's a special draft class B, it's a new GM. Connie's earned a little cred around the league for some of the deals he's done. This isn't the new guy that you can just take his lunch at recess. Like he's I made almost, two yeah. deals that I think have, it's going to cut out the nonsense offers that I think he probably got a lot of in June when he had what five UFAs. Foley's gone. Backlund's resigned. Shillington's a, a sort of a one-off on its own because of the unique circumstance there. Now you see Lindholm gone. There's two D left. Uh, I don't think he has to waste his time with people lowballing him, trying to throw him a boat anchor. He's made two really good deals, they, and I think garnered some respect. They feel like chess moves as opposed to checkers. Right? Yes. Like there's a little more depth to what they're trying to do. Yeah, and there are some a lot of similarities between the Sharon Govich story and the, and the Kuzmenko one in terms of like those tools he's chasing and, and maybe some organizational fits and I, depth issues on the teams that he plucks them yeah, off. I think that's a huge – like I think he, that guy's going to get so much ice time and opportunity. 100%. And clearly he's gifted. Oh, and, and you look at what was above him on the depth chart yes. in Van. You're having JT Miller, Brock Besser, and Elias Patterson. It's like – He's their fourth most talented forward in Vancouver, and here it's like no one else has scored 39 ever that's on this Yeah, team. he's not going into Huska's office lobbying for power play time. He's going to have How as much, much do as you he want? wants. Yes. 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 Two minutes or less each time <laughs> yeah, there's a penalty. How's that sound? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's I, and I do think. And you get Pelche back in there. and It's a lot of wingers. It's a lot. And, yeah. like, we joked about Cole Schwint yesterday, but it's like after Caudry and Backland, we're going to see who can play a little bit of center and – you know, sadly, Dubé was a guy that quit a little. He's away from the team. Rizicka, you lose on waivers. A.J. Greer injured. That affects your depth. Uh, Schwintz hardly played in the NHL, and he's their third center. And I, I wonder about the Zeri thing because at lower levels he has. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a really tough ask. You know how big and strong NHL I think it is a tough are. ask, but I did like what he said about Zari saying, I'll go down. But yeah. yeah. Oh, well, Mark, Mark totally. words. And it doesn't he's, mean he's not going to give it a try. And yeah. look, it's it's the right time to do it. It's the tail end of a season where you're not going to make the playoffs. See what you got. And the thing to remember is too, I think for 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 us guys that do a show every day, it's okay to try some guys at center. Oh. This year is what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. So if you have some guys that come through, maybe they move from the wing to center, maybe they come up from the A and it doesn't work. That's it's fine. That's that's <laughs> you can't say, "Look, Trade these guys, please get younger. And then when they get younger, oh, geez, I don't, do. you know, that guy's well, not. They're really young. I don't they're know they're a little now. too young. There's not <laughs> enough experience there. So you got to, it's the, it's the growing pains with, with doing this. I sure feel like in the people that I've talked to, you're always sad when I, I think 
when maybe your favorite player or the guy you've got his jersey or it's been six years for Lindholm. Mm-hmm. And this is the, it's the dismantling of a team that's been here for a long time. But I do feel like the mood is high around Flames fans. I don't think anybody's really lamenting that no. this it's it's another one of those pieces. I mean, it's a lot of players. Someone Bennett, had a photo. Kachuk, like, right? Yeah, someone had a photo the other day of a power play goal, and it was like Monaghan, Giordano, Lindholm, Gaudreau, Kachuk, all like in the corner. Yeah. And like, over. All five are gone now. Man. We are going bowling. Oh, baby. Coming up February 29th, later this month, because it is February, I believe. Yeah, Rhett said rabbit, rabbit. Yeah, he did, yeah. So. Uh, Splitsville is the place where it's going to be. The location, it is uh, 5th Avenue, Northeast, formerly Let's Bowl. We are going to be rolling with the Bowlerama and in support of Kids Sport. Once again, Kevin and everybody going to be helping us out, going to be there. Celebrities, good times, some food and drink. Oodle Noodle is on board, going to oh. be serving up some. You've never had the Oodle No, I'm mm. Oh, dude, you're going to love it. Our buddies at Origin Brewing. Going to have some Barn Burner Blonde kicking around. And if you want to be part of it, and celebrities, we're going to have a great time. But raising money for a great cause, and it's time. It's been 10 years or so since we've it's done crazy. that. It's crazy. I feel like it's best on best hockey. It's been too long. It's too long. In the McDavid era, we haven't You must had... be so excited today. Well, I must be so excited. We're getting there. Right. We're getting there. Rhett and I are also very excited. Yeah, we were pumped. We talk about it at lunch. We just cannot wait. No, fine. Uh, nationgear.ca is the website where you can go and get your team, teams of four, which will kind of be five, maybe some celebrities kicking in, mm-hmm. doing a little bit of rolling for you. But uh, limited spots available, obviously, due to the nature of the event. Nationgear.ca, get in. Money reason for uh, for kids sport once again. I hope, the sh- the, I hope there's some cool bowling jerseys or shirts. We got shirts coming. We got, sh- we got some shirts coming. And here's the thing. If you got your team, by all, live it up. Oh, yeah. You can't come in weak. Don't just come in and, oh, I'll put this. Sure. Have some fun with it. Yeah. You maybe can, you, So loosen your tie, maybe put it around your head. You or need or some gear. You get, get Afro wigs, like bell yeah. bottoms. Let's have some fun here. That's right. Dress up. Superhero outfits. Water buffaloes. Wasn't Freddie Flintstone? And Freddie and Barney, yeah, for sure. Traveling yoggers. Do something. Let's go. Lebowski. Lebowski. <laughs> Don't mess with the Jesus. That creep can roll. That that shot of Terturo yes. polishing the ball is so friggin' great. That is one of the great. Like, if you've not seen Lebowski, it's, it's so best. good. Yeah, it There's gets so better many, every time you watch. So it's many great, uh, great roles in that. Mm-hmm. Just love it. So, yeah, eh, we'll, we'll do some of that. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, you mentioned lots of news today. A ton. Uh, we may as well do ton. it. Do we like, yeah, Kind of sure. a makeshift Pinder report. Yeah. Uh, brought to you by Village Honda. The Honda Civic continues to lead the way in value reliability and performance the 2024 civic received a 10 out of 10 in car and drivers uh 10 out of 10 reliability oh no top score oh double glasses <laughs> there we, there load them up load them up now it'll go smooth comprehensive ah. vehicle testing the civic type r and civic si were ranked number one and number two respectively in the sport compact category in the northwest automall your dealership for life it's village honda village honda presents the pinder report put those back on it's just oh, too good when know. you do that it's just the best what's that the professionalism yeah. that we exude we're here in the it's royal so york <laughs> please ladies and gentlemen Double come glasses. in and see how <laughs> this <laughs> digital age is done with two sets of glasses <laughs> All right, Pinder Report, we've got big news today, another trade. We mentioned it, alluded to it with uh, Craig Connor, the GM of the Flames, former Flame and uh, former first-rounder of the Calgary Flames. Sean Monaghan has moved again for the second time. He will garner a first-rounder for the Montreal Canadiens. They received a first-rounder for taking the last year of his contract mm. and now re-upped him to a low-money deal and have traded him for Winnipeg's first-rounder this year, <laughs> plus a conditional third-rounder in 2027. That is some serious asset management from Kent Hughes. Well done, Kent. Yes, Kent. Applause and all around. And Monaghan was good for them. Yeah. Right? It it's not fine. like he went there and well, said. You know what, though? He's got that shitty attitude. He, like, <laughs> yeah, he's such a jerk. <laughs> Just disrupt the room. Yeah. Well, and he's, we talked about it. You felt bad for the guy, but his body had failed him for the last three or four years. Yeah. Even last year, he got off to a good start. And, of course, he didn't finish the season and got hurt, missed a lot of time. But uh, he goes to Winnipeg, where the Jets will slot him somewhere between Shifley and Lowry. And we'll see what that does. That's a little added depth there. They did lose Pierre-Luc Dubois this past summer, a center. Not that they miss him, Rhett. We'll get to more on that in a moment because he's in the news. But uh, Monaghan to his third Canadian team. And Kent Hughes, two first-rounders for, for, for all his work in this. Excellent, excellent, excellent. It's maybe some of the best work ever <laughs> yeah. on the GM front. Yeah, we'll it's take really, you in the first, good. and you can go in there and score a few goals first, and then we'll move you again. What do you have, 13 goals? We'll, we'll take the player mm -hmm. and get a first, yep. and he'll play well for us, mm -hmm. and then we'll trade him and get another first. If you're the Calgary Incredible. Flames or their fans, you're really hoping that Florida wins the Cup in 2025, not this year but next year, so that's pick 32. But yeah, it's a hell of a move for the Habs, whatever those picks turn out to be. Uh, other news, we, we mentioned Pierre-Luc Dubois. He may have his hands and fingerprints on this retro. Is Todd McClellan has been fired. Yeah. Jim Hiller comes in as the interim coach. And uh, I don't know that we can go very long talking about this without mentioning Pierre-Luc Dubois because of how frustrating it's been. And I think they just inked him to an extension. Like, this is not good in L.A. And it speaks to the pressure that they're feeling after coming flying out of the gates in the Pacific. Vegas, Edmonton, Vancouver. Tremendous wild start. Card. Yeah. Tremendous start. That's right. They had that wicked. They couldn't lose 16, on the road. 16, 17 in a row they on the road with a loss. They were just flying. Yeah. And 
Yeah, it's, and all signs. I mean, we're a long ways from it, but you sure hear the rumblings that all signs are. That's like it's that guy. This guy is the yeah. problem. Yeah, not Todd McClellan. Who I think everyone regards as a very, very, very accomplished top five to ten coach in the league. Like, he's going to work again. Yeah. Competent. So you wonder who it'll be. Everybody, the, you'd kind of default to Craig Berube. Berube's a guy that wouldn't put mix. up with any kind of guff. But I don't think Todd McClellan would either. So you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, like, I it's one of those situations. No. This is a problem with some of the guys that – have big contracts that you bring in and you're going to eight years. It. Yeah. It's I, not I, dissimilar from what we saw with Huberto in a way where it just wasn't going to work with Sutter. And it's like, look, Sutter might be a great coach, but he's only got make? Yeah. X on money and term. And this player, like it's way more money in term. And it, you, if you can make the player work somehow, you can save the thing. And so the coach becomes the casualty shades of that here. And I don't know how close they are to being elite or whatever, but th- there's a bit of Woodcroft they, there too, right? It's, this is a very good team mm-hmm. that they need a shake-up. It's yeah. just going to have to be the it's coach a new voice, yeah. that's thrown into the mouth of the volcano. Sacrifice. We've seen it, right? right? Like Knobloch goes on this run. I believe it was Mike Sullivan in Pittsburgh they won a cup. Yeah. We saw Even the guy before. Barube yeah. in uh, St. Louis. Uh, Dan Bilesma as well. We've seen interim coaches lift hardware. Sutter. Daryl in L.A. taking over for Murray. Yeah, there's been a bunch of midseason coaches that that hoist trophies, and that's uh, clearly what the Kings are banking on here, that a little change of uh, the air in the room could be just what this group needs, a fresh start. It's wild how many coaches have been changed again. So I've got it here. You start going along. (laughs) Since the end of last season, 13 coaching changes. That's nearly half the league. league. So we'll give you the easy ones. Um, The man who talks about himself in the third person. (laughs) Mike, Bab- Mike Babcock. That's right. Columbus yeah. has done it twice. They've done it so twice. they bring Babs in. They yeah. lose Babs. They Pascal Vincent. So there's two. Uh, Ottawa just made the change from DJ Smith to Jacques Martin as the interim. Minnesota ran Dean Evison earlier this year. You just saw Patrick Waugh come in on Long Island. Craig Berube got run. Nashville as a fresh start with now Barry Trotz as the GM and a new coach. Anaheim went to, uh, what, Greg Cronin this year as his yeah. first year. Washington, we saw Mitch Love join that staff. Uh, with Spencer Carberry. Carberry, his first-year head coach, Rangers, new coach, Flames with Huska, and the Oilers as well. That Did is almost say the half Canucks? the league. And Vancouver still feels like it he's was late in, last season, so you can even say like, 14 yeah. if you go from a year ago today. Yeah, and like that's that's just incredible to see that much turnover. Almost half the league. Yeah. Ugh. Those are the two big news items today. And uh, if you want to go now, longest tenured coaches, only five were with their current teams in 2019: John Cooper, Jared Bednar. Sheldon Keefe, Mike Sullivan, Rod Brindmore. All of those perennial, content, perennial contenders, mm-hmm. maybe with the exception of Pittsburgh, who seem to be teetering a little. And here, Keefe feels like he's on the hot seat always. Anyone coaching in this market yeah. is when things aren't right. So, yeah. So that's uh, Pinder Report. Yeah, there you go. News of the day. There you go. Village Honda presents the Pinder Report. Huge selection of pre-owned vehicles. All makes, all models. All budgets. Over 90 on site. Access to more than 500 more inside the dealership group. Make Village Honda your one-stop automotive destination in Calgary. They're worth the trip in the Northwest Auto Mall and online at villagehonda.com. So you yesterday did some local media, I understand. You, you as in? Local. You as in like, you, Rhett. Like oh. national media. 
huge. No, you were uh, coast said to the word piss real early on, and I feel like I may be upset. What was the context? Of well, it? I, there was I, I was taking a shot at the Leafs fans because right. I said I've never been cheered for here ever since they beat the piss out of the Leafs in '99 <laughs> semifinals. Right. Yeah. That was kind of the context. And it's then a good I'm tone like, setter, right? I yeah. I thought yeah. that would be warm things up. And yeah. So you're used to this environment, not that is radio that too, thing. Is that a bad word? Do you think in that? I I couldn't decide. It, I think it's. I think the guest right on the, edge. the guest can get away with it yes, more than totally. a host can or yeah. one of the guys. Uh, if you it kick the shit, is a, is a, would would be. I one should step have said further. snot. Okay. We snot bubbled or something like that. I, I like piss though. Okay. This is, you know what? Edgy. You do it's, you. it's kind of dangerous. And then uh, yeah, yeah. It's piss edgy. and vinegar. Piss and moan, kick the piss. Ooh, yeah. that's right. In the, it gets people's attention. Mm-hmm. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, you did. And then they asked me to promote our show. Right. How'd that oh, go, great. Rhett? That's a huge opportunity. Yeah. The show you're coast. on every bloody uh, day. They, I said, yeah, what's your new project? And you said. We're po- doing a podcast. It's called blank. You can find it blank. <laughs> we do blank. Follow us online at blank. Like, subscribe, Our social media, stars. Blank. I mentioned a podcast, right? We're doing a <laughs> podcast. Oh, so you and every other donkey in the world. Thanks, Rhett. And he wore this shirt today, the barn burner shirt, not yesterday. When We're it was doing on a national podcast. television. Rhett! God damn it. I can't, I'm not perfect, okay? <laughs> that, uh, that's a very low bar. <laughs> uh, perfection was not what we wanted. We wanted some kind of competence. <laughs> That's all. And d- did they press you on it? Oh, so tell us about the the podcast. They or? kind of opened the door to yeah. really walk. With and you just yours. turned away. I, I, I hit the. Yeah, look I, at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the pisses, I gotta he go, went guys. to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, there's Red. Look for Red's uh, podcast uh, on <laughs> wherever you get your podcasts. Sorry. Unbelievable. Service Credit Union. The service big share is back for the sixth year. With your chance to win $1 million just by saving money. Anyone can enter by becoming a member and saving with service. Every $500 saved gives you five entries into the Service Big Share Contest. Transfer your existing savings to service. For chances to win $1 million, the contest ends April 30th, 2024. Skill testing question will be required. For rules, visit service.ca slash win. So there you go. I want to make sure I get all those because I hope the skill testing isn't about mentioning and promoting. A- what is the name of your <laughs> podcast? Can you tell us where you work? For a million dollars. What's your job? Ooh. Well, podcast? Uh, Don't worry. I was podcast. so good. I know they'll have me back. So that you can then get I'll, it right. I'll get it yeah. up to second. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Good. So the Flames make the biggest deal they've made in years and the, your first time ever on this show. I was like Ricky Bobby. There was cameras. Where do I, I put my hands? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do I do with my hands? <laughs> now, what about you? What's been... Uh, What's been... Did you go see Bieber last night? I saw Bieber oh, was Oh, God, doing I heard stuff. there was a Bieber party, and I'm like, I'm not a huge Bieber guy, but that would be a scene in there. Yeah. Uh, I did a little sniffing around. $1,800 uh, sticker price. Oh. That... Uh, Lucky. We're... Just a touch out of my... Price range. I know we've been good on Betway bets, but not quite that good hmm. lately. So where was he? Where was it? I don't know. Somewhere fancy, I'm sure. Yeah. We ended up going to uh, a place called Paris, Texas, which mm-hmm. is a country bar in Toronto, which just felt weird to me. 
Even it name. also felt weird to uh, the name three of the Russian all stars who walked in and did the old Abe Simpson hang the hat until they turned yeah. the hat up. We go, <laughs> they weren't feeling it either. <laughs> so I think it was just Dirk and Kaprizov. And hey, uh, want to do some boot scooting? No. Nope. All right, see you later. <laughs> do you have Ra Ra Rasputin? No, this is probably yeah, not, not the right, the right part for that. Uh, I, I I did tap Kucherov in the shoulder. And I said, "You were having an absolute monster season. You did. You're a mega stud." And then I just kept walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Important. Yeah, I'm sure I got him in That's, a fantasy pool or something. So I feel I'm like sure, a part yeah, of ownership he'd be, there. He'd yeah. really appreciate that. Now, oh, and sorry. No, good. Yeah. Massive foot long sub at 2 a.m. Oh. Left half in the fridge this morning. Never been so excited to wake up. Oh, it was just sensational. Is that right? Yeah. What kind? Turkey bacon. Nice. Chipotle sauce. Got it. Shredded lettuce. Yeah. Did you know they had chicken noodle soup in the little pantry market of the hotel? Oh, really? Yeah. They had a little pantry there? Yeah. <sighs> we went for lunch just down the hall here, and we're looking at the menu, and it's first, it was, uh, hi, can we help you, gentlemen? Well, we were hoping to sit down and have uh, some lunch. Hmm. Two? For two? It's like... We never see twos. What do we do here? Sorry, but I mean one and one. We don't need to sit together. You whatever. To pull someone in off the street. What do you? Mm. Well, I'll go take a look. And then she came back. So two, right? It's like holy crap. It's yeah. true. Yeah, she came back a second. So two. Still leaves two. again and comes back. Right. Okay. Well, all I have is it's just the bar menu, and I have to put you it's like go. Okay. Would you like a two top? Yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. And they had a, a classic little kind of a little a uh, table back there. The uh, I think she was hinting that maybe we're not the clientele. Yeah. For two? Mm. Was, were, were there Does monocles the old and top hats and tuxedos? It was a bit of that. Yeah, yeah it was okay. a bit of that for That'll sure. Happen. Yeah. But we were both disappointed because we looked at the... We ordered. We ordered. Mm-hmm. And then there was another table. Uh, and the guy said... Uh, you can hear the waiter. Uh, would you like to uh, the soup? Yeah, I would get the soup. Soup? The hell's the soup? Oh, there was no soup. There was no soup on the soup. Can't have soup and not tell us. You daily special and soup of the day. That's yeah. the first thing you say when you're serving. So then Rhett, the guy was like 70 years old. You know, kind of the classic old uh, wait staff mm. here at a at a hotel. Punched him right in the mouth. Oh, jeez. I and threw his coffee at him. <laughs> I tipped my Royale with cheese right on yeah, the floor. Just <laughs> smushed it right in his I face. <laughs> Jerk. Tell you know what? Tell people about the soup. Yeah. And then he walked out. It was awkward. Uh, Betway got some stuff for you. Do you? Well, I know how big you guys are in the All Star game, and I, if you feel like you're All Star out because we've really been going hard on the uh, festivities, whatever happened last night, we've talked a lot about it. Yeah. Uh, the easy thing on Betway minus one fifteen. That's all you need to know. Okay. Team McDavid, Team Matthews, Team other teams. All the teams are just minus one fifteen. So rip, rip through those rosters, find who you like. On the old Betway app. So that's for the game tomorrow. Like, that's is there anything that's for the, skills or? Uh, anything? I just went to the games, but there will be some yeah, skills yeah, there yeah. for sure. Yeah, we don't. Do you want to break down that the Leafs were all? United? They were all in the same. Yeah, it was so nice. Good. Yeah. And so did the Canucks? So did they? Uh, did they say thanks but no thanks to Elias Lindholm? Because it seemed like all of them, but then him and the. I, don't know. I didn't watch. I didn't either. Yeah. To be honest, it's not their vibe. I don't know what happened. Want? What did you guys do in Toronto? Oh, we were covering the All-Star game. Yeah, yeah covering the All-Star game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Tate McRae's very good. Bieber was singing okay, so somewhere. She's from Calgary. That's She's correct. a country singer. The album no, she's cover. not. Okay, what is she? Sorry. She's like a pop huge star? pop star. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Sorry. 
her album cover, she's got the hockey goalie pads on the wrong bleeping legs. Oh, dear. Like, what are we doing here? Maybe she did it on purpose. <laughs> like, I get it if you're from Louisiana and you're trying to be cute with some props, but you're Canadian you don't know which pad goes on which leg? Yeah. What are we doing here? Like, how does that get... How many people saw that and were like, yep, we're good. Fire them all. I guess, yeah. What are we doing? I don't agree with Pinder. I would be outraged. Pads I'm, on I'm the wrong It's a hot take right there. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I thought you would, because I don't know. I, I'm learning about Tate McRae and just mm. how massive she truly is. Like Apparently big, very big. Huge. And she's at the Flames game on the glass, and everyone was, oh, my yeah. gosh. And you're like, okay, people care. Yeah. Not my genre, Claire, earlier. You know, I didn't know what the genre was. Yeah. So. Awkward. It doesn't go against. Uh, get the Betway app and your phone. Play along. Get on your tablet. Get on your desktop. Do whatever you got to do. We got the All-Star game. We got the big football game next weekend. It just makes it more fun. Bet the responsible way with Betway. And you're here in Ontario. You better be 19, you stinkers. Yeah, no Bet sneakiness. No sneaky. No, no, no sneaky. No sneaky. Um, now for, for DoorDash. DoorDash. What do we got on the menu? Because with DoorDash, you just get the app and it's easy. You go on there. What do you want? Where do you want it from? When do you want it? You do that. You get the app. And right now, Nation25 is the promo code. That'll save you 25%. Off your first order of fifteen dollars or more. So if you were it, Friday, Hawaiian shirt day. That's correct. But if you were going to be staying at home tonight, maybe watching the yeah. whatever it is tonight at the All Star Menu, whatever it is, what's on the menu for DoorDash? NHL skills tonight uh, from Toronto, and also the Raptors in Houston to take on the Astros Pirates. That's right. Can't wait for that tonight, as they obviously got kicked out of their building so rudely right. by the All Stars. Yeah, I am told they do play half their schedule on the road, so hopefully that wasn't half. Yeah, well, as that's much bullshit. as half. Yeah. So that's what's on the menu tonight. What are you ordering if you're sitting watching tonight? I might go with movie popcorn. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And you got to want it. It's He wants it. I love I'm, it. I, I can see what your evening looks like if you're craving the movie popcorn. out of town, and I'm going to – me and the boys are going to – yeah. Sweatpants, yeah. hoodie. Oh, it's going to be great. Slippers. I see you. Good order. There you go. That's what's on the menu for DoorDash. Dash that for the win. Uh Retro's heading back because you've, uh, the shovelers, what, Cleveland? Cleveland, three weekends in a row. <laughs> Holy smokes. That's a lot of Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. That Hall of Fame gets <laughs> tired the second and third time. Cleveland rocks, yeah. You Cleveland does. It must. Uh, and we are. Uh, You're gone today? I, t I, was, I was telling you this story. Uh, Wednesday or whatever it was. What day did we fly? Tuesday. Yep. I'm at Wednesday. my kid's ringette oh, game. And one of the dads says, so you're going to Toronto for the All-Star thing, hey? You're, so you're gone for the weekend? You'll miss the, the tournament? Well, no, I'm coming back Friday. You're not – you're going to the All-Star? You're not even staying for the game? game? I was like, no, I'm coming back Friday. Oh, jeez. Oh, they're just disgusting. <laughs> so you can go to all the Flames games? Well, I mean, yeah, I've got a pal. Yeah, yeah, probably. So how many do you go to? Uh, none. I don't think I've been to one yet this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for gosh, jeez. So do you – so like you can like text you can talk to conroy or whatever well, yeah 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 i mean he's whatever oh so you guys like go for lunch nah, no not really no. Busy. he asks but i just I, I don't know i'm doing the show at home now i'd have to like drive downtown have lunch drive all the way home it just feels like a lot your like, your, your snow globe is just shrinking and it's shrinking so and small shrinking. like i'm worried about i don't even know doing the stairs like Jeez. is there one floor that you just confined to now God. i can't believe we got you another it's gonna be one of those tiny homes it'll be good you just <laughs> <laughs> That's just 
get me on a plane and get me home. I'm just very out of sorts. I was like, when's your flight? He's like, it's the late one, but as soon as this is done, I'm just going to the airport and maybe they can put me on I'm just going to, can you get me home sooner? Can you get me, just go from like, you can get me home now? Can you get me home now? Sir, do you want my wallet? I'm going to go on this flight. You just wait and go on the next one. Now that said, thank you to everybody, especially Seagram's VO Select for setting us up here in the studio at the Royal York. We've had a great week. We have been doing things other than just this show. And the thing is, there's it's just a rotating mm-hmm. cast of shows that comes through right. here. Frank's on 13, 14 hours a day from here. I don't. We haven't had him on for an hour. He must be just chomping at the bit to he get was on actually here and on talk the about the show. Yeah, he was, on, he was doing the other show. Now, because Gary, Gary, Gary B, Gary B, is doing a little hoopty doo down the uh, down the way. He's freestyling in an alley. They're down in the imperial right. room. Okay. It's, you know what it is? It's a fireside chat. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Not a state of the union. A fireside no, chat. A fireside chat. Him and Marty Walsh. Oh, just great pals. PA in have the a league. Battle Royal. What so kind you of go fight? check that, that out? That was WWE. What would, what kind of fight do you want? There? Uh, like boy, I don't money know. Money in the bank because it's always money they're fighting. No, over? is it over the top rope? What Gary's are we doing? so small. <laughs> what would be, I don't want him going over a cage. Cage is too aggressive. Uh, Matt, you might need a lumberjack match, which is where you have a bunch of them around the well, ring. Throw where them you back you in. throw them back in. Did you see Edge was here earlier? Is that Edge was here today? Edge was here. Amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Still got a great jaw. Oh yeah. Yeah. Big eh? Uh, large, hey? Yeah. He's like, he's wrestlers. A lot of muscles. You're big, eh? Didn't look so, like a guy you want to mess with. No, that's what I said to him. I was like, you're freaking big, eh? Yeah, the Leafs had him like, that Leafs fan's not getting chirped as much as the rest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they got Rose Hill talking to him. Rose Hill's like, so uh, wrestling is a thing, hey? It's like, why would you get Rose Hill to talk to him? <laughs> Cool. We got something. This show's going to end. The next show is Department of Discipline. Rosie and I have Brad May coming up next. That is there Rosie's wheelhouse. Yeah. And they've fought once. That's my next hour. So uh, so you're a wrestler. Hey, have you ever, you and uh, uh, Connor McDavid ever? Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Come on, Rosie. Just come on, Rosie. Did you wrestle at the Olympics? Is it still in the Olympics? <laughs> he can hear us in the hallway. He's peering in. Oh, what a beauty! He's laughing. Yeah, yeah. Could we get anybody dumber to talk to oh, somebody? Let's get a guy who knows less. Than nice. Jay Rosehill. Yeah, just some stray bullets from Dean as he races to the airport. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I gotta right. catch a train. I tailing it. All right. Well, the Oiler boys are coming up. They've got uh, Oilers something every yeah, it'll day. Be great. That's Whatever a three. it is. Yeah, I yep. just told you DOD's coming up next, but that's good. Whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and there is May Day out there. I'm telling you. that's Remember right he now. told us that story? Ask him yeah. about the practical joke that either he oh, played yeah. or had played with uh, yeah. a, the barber. The barber. A, just that, okay. that, in, that the barber shop. Joke. Gross. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> That'll do it, everybody. Thanks for being a part of it. We're back in, uh, well, Monday, I guess. You're We're coming to studio, Dean? You're, so in, nice to see you're you. in Buffalo. I'm back at home, thank Christ. Uh, you're back in, in studio. But uh, thanks to Seagram's. Seagram's VO Select taking care of us with the studio here at the Royal York. Had a great week. And uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks, buddy. See you, buddies. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 